This episode of Driven Minds Podcast is brought to you by Squire. Squire is a booking and payment platform that connects people with great barbers nationwide. Squire makes it easy to discover and book the best barbers wherever you are in just a few taps. Check them out at GetSquire on Instagram and GetSquire.com. Enjoy the show. Driven Minds Podcast. This is Franz Bowen. This is Trav Weeks. Yes, 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 y'all. And we are in for another installment of Driven Minds Podcast with uh, another lovely guest. Absolutely. The uh, founder of Less Care More, mm-hmm. Mercedes Smith. Indeed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are we snapping? Oh, I like this. We got a little snaps going. The first snap. I like that. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Appreciate it. Indeed, indeed. Let's do it. Indeed. Um... Like y'all know how we, um, you know, choose our our guests. You know, it's people who we uh, we identify as just being like super dope, super driven, contributing to culture, different subcultures, or just you know even just impacting community in their own way. And um, Mercedes has shown that just, um, I mean, beautifully on her Less Care More initiative. Appreciate that. Um, Thank you. It's like super inspiring. You know what I'm saying? It makes me want to go buy some McDonald's and give it out to As those you people. should. You know what I'm saying? Well, maybe not McDonald's. McDonald's kills. Oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe a banana. A banana. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's like certain things y'all yeah. food. Yeah. See, that's, right. that's why she's dope. She's conscious <laughs> of what she's giving the people. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Facts. Um, and she also is a, um, a really dope professional in the PR space as well, too. Um, she's worked with creatives and artists throughout the city. Mm-hmm. And she's just, you know, building her brand one brick at a time. So we're extremely happy um, to have you I appreciate that intro. That was nice. Thank so, you. That's love. That was lovely. <laughs> Thank, <try>. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Those are wonderful. We, we try. We try, you know. Um, I love it. But yeah, definitely take us back to, you know, uh, where you're from. Uh-huh. You know, um, how'd you just even get started in your career field? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know, just some things about Mercedes. Okay, so Mercedes, I'm a little girl from Flatbush, Brooklyn. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, I was born of Caribbean and Latin descent. My mom is from Costa Rica. Nice. My dad's a Grenadian and Jamaican. Bop, bop, yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just a girl from Brooklyn who really grew up daring to uh, really just believe that I could change the world through whatever I wanted to put my mind to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, since I was a very, very young child, I always had so much empathy for others, and it really kind of all began um, where. I was 14 years old, I was attending junior high school, and there were some seniors that came into the class to do their research senior project, and one of the teens came in talking about the genocide that was happening in Darfur. Mm-hmm. And I was just so intrigued, and all the other students were just listening, like, okay, here's the other seniors, and I was like, wow, this is what's happening to my people in Africa? Like, why have I not heard about this? Like, what's going on? And from there, I went home, and I'm like, okay, I got to learn more about this. I got to see what's going on. And I went on <laughs> Newsday.com, and I typed in genocide in Darfur. 
when you know you had to dial up slow internet stuff. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't find anything, and I was very livid, and I was like really mad. So fourteen year old spicy Mercedes was like, nah, not not today. Like, <laughs> spicy Mercedes. Somebody, somebody gonna hear about this. So yeah. I sent a actually a letter to the newspaper's editor. Wow, at 14, 14 years old. Listen, wow. I was not playing games. At 14, and I was like, hi, to whom this may concern, hmm. my name is Mercedes Smith, and I learned about this in school, and I'm just really shocked that this is not in your newspapers. Do you think this is not going to sell papers? Do you think nobody cares about this? Mm, wow. And um, I was like, I really need to learn more about this, so I need you to go and cover the story. And I kept checking back every week, saw nothing, and then two months later, the editor emailed me and he was like, hey, can we hop on a phone call? And I was like, mom, this guy wanna hop on a phone call, can I hop on? She's like, yeah, so I hopped on the call and basically he was like, because of you and because of your persistence of constantly reaching out to us, we're sending a news crew over to Darfur to cover the entire story. Wow, and crazy. we're gonna have them there based for a month and then we wanna come back and we wanna interview you. And I was like, oh, so this is what my voice can do? This is what I can like, you know, empower people to go out and tell the story of people who are less fortunate and be the voice for those who didn't have a voice. Absolutely. So from there, I was like, wow, this is dope, and came back. They had an entire news article about it. They had an entire um, community awareness walk as well. And yeah, it was just amazing. So from there, I was like, okay, so one, I know I can influence media. I know I could tell other stories by just raising my own voice. And then three, I understand that I have the power to really help change the world. So that's kind of where all of that, the humanitarian publicist Mercedes was really built and stemmed from. And now we're here with, with Care More. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Thank Can you. Tell us, I mean, before we jump into your like, your publicist background, can you tell us a little yeah, yeah, yeah. bit more about um, Care More? It, it seems like a really um, tremendous project that you're working yeah. on. Yeah. So Less Care More, um, that is a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to delivering care packages filled with hygiene products to the homeless in New York, New Jersey, PA, and we are this year going out across the nation and in the U.S. to deliver these packages. Wow. Yeah, we're doing a Pack with Love tour, so we're going wow. all over the place. So that really stemmed from, and again, I'm a storyteller, so I've got a lot of stories, um, but that stemmed from one day I was just on the train, and I usually have my headphones in, as we all do blasting out you know the world not paying attention to anybody but there was a young kid and he was walking by his clothes all ripped up and he was just pacing back and forth and something told me to turn down the volume on my phone to say okay what is he gonna say what's going on here do I need to be you know concerned but he said I don't I don't know if anyone's listening to me I don't know if anyone sees me but I just want somebody to tell me that it's gonna be okay and that I'm going to you know live to see another day no matter what my circumstances are wow and that's I, all he said that's, that's all heavy. he said that's all he said he didn't ask for anything that's that's all he said and I was like wow and I realized like okay I'm not always gonna have a dollar to give but I could just simply say hey like I see you and it's gonna be okay and that can impact someone more than I know that can save a life. So from there, I was like, all right, so I'm not always gonna have a dollar, what can I do? So I ran over to Dwayne Reed and I saw the little toiletry section, you know, that you can buy the small travel toothbrushes, mm -hmm. and the deodorant and stuff. And I just wrapped up, put everything in the cart and I said, all right, um, I'm just gonna keep these in my purse and I'm gonna start handing them out. 
And then from there, the people that I was meeting and the stories that I was gathering from these homeless individuals was just so powerful. Mm. And I was like, like, wow, this is amazing. So I ran and told one of my friends, I'm like, this is what's happening and I absolutely love it. And I, I think everybody should do it. And they're like, well, why don't you turn it into something? And I was like, well, I just want people to care more. And they're like, duh, call it care more. And I was like, okay, so <laughs> that, that, okay, let me call it care more. And then from that there, right? Yeah. And then from there, did one outreach event where we packed the bags, got people involved to come out, deliver it, talk to the people, get to know who they are, um, tell them it's going to be okay, sit, chat it up mm -hmm. as they were regular people. And from there, it just it blew, blew up. So wow. very, very proud of it. Got recognition from Oprah. We were in Mag Oprah's magazine, which was oh, amazing. Word. Yeah, yeah. Which, which was Tremendous. amazing. Amazing. Clean? The man, listen. That, hmm. That's like... Uh, What's that feeling like? Uh, It's like, honestly... I'm like now what? Yeah. With Oprah. So now, now what? Now what else can I do? <laughs> What's next? Like, What's I'm next? Really nice. like, like high key uh, with blue ivy, like <laughs> right? So, right? Right? Exactly. We worked with Afropunk for their festival. Um, was featured in Vibe. Everything. So God is good, and it's just been a blessing to really just share that with the world. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, what, one thing I want to ask is, um, you know, they say what you give kind of get back, right? Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And you've made a, a, a habit of, well, you've turned giving into like a real thing, into like something that's like part giving of Giving back is stuff. lit. Exactly. Lit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How do you feel like, can you talk about or describe what certain things that you've seen the universe or God or whatever you believe in mm -hmm. um, has given to your life by making this part of your lifestyle? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I would say number one is just selflessness. I'm just so self selfless. Um, and I understand that I am blessed beyond measure. And I, I, I don't complain. I have no reason to. I'm patient. I am just able to really understand people a lot more. So that's one. Um, I would also say just God has brought... I believe in God. That's my universe. Um, God, God has brought amazing people to me during this journey. Mm -hmm. uh, people that from all walks of life, white, black, Chinese, everybody um, that have just really been able to help me continue out my mission. Um, and then lastly, I would say just, you know, just a level of, of a glow. God, God gave me a little glow with this, you know what I mean? Oh, and, and I say that because this, uh, the confidence that I have, it, it attracts other people and people want to know more about it. And people are like, wow, what, like, what is it about you? And when I tell them, they're like, oh, that's kind of lit. I need to get involved with that. I have rappers that talk about, you know, popping. I ain't going to say it on podcast. But you know what I mean? Like, that talk all type of crazy things. They're like, oh, yeah, I actually want to give back. I want to do something with you. And they got the blessing out here giving back and you would never really see that mm. um but it, it's just amazing like that that glow it attracts people and people want to know what it is they want to know what it's about and they actually want to get back so i would no materialistic things to be honest i'm blessed i have nothing to worry about but Absolutely. just the different attributes and the characteristics i would say it comes with it yeah how has it been um navigating the uh, non-profit space <laughs> it's a business it's a corporate business as, uh, as everything else is. Um, it's a blessing. Again, you get to help people. You get to you know change people's lives. But 
It's a lot of politics. Let's let's so of, let's talk about politics. some of those politics. I mean, it's you know, there are a lot of people that you know. I mean, there's giving in all types of you know circumstances like if you give a dollar a million dollars like giving is giving mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. but um when you want to actually make it uh you know a viable um product if you will for like mm -hmm, a better mm -hmm, term like mm -hmm. there's steps that you have to go through can you um tell us a little bit about some of those steps like getting your around five and one and uh, of course yeah sure <laughs> hey um so of course you you have to start from the ground up you gotta figure out what it is you want to do you have to see if the name is available on the database. You have to pay the money for the name. Mm. Um, and then you have to do a whole 501c3 form with the IRS and make sure that is um, non-tax deductibles and all that stuff. Um, that's a whole nother good $500 to the <laughs> IRS, right. right? Just to do good. And then from there, it's really... Pay to do good. Exactly. Then it's building your board of directors. It's finding people who actually will align with your mission. Um, mm -hmm. It's also being able to find sponsors and people who are going to be able to donate products because you're not always going to be able to come out of pocket or you're not actually going to always have the funds and the means mm -hmm. to go ahead and, you know, get the products for what you're trying to do. So building that, working with different organizations and showing them your paperwork. Now, a lot of the time, which is great, a lot of those big corporations, they want to give you things because they want to write it off on their taxes, even though they want to make it seem, quote unquote, that they're doing good. They're yeah. doing it so they can get the money back. Absolutely. Uh, so working through those obstacles is a lot. It's a headache. Mm -hmm. uh, so it is a process. Um, it's a lot of hard work. But if you want to do it, go for it. No obstacle is too great uh, in terms of the politics situation. Um, man, listen, uh, I love the Red Cross. Hey. Um, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I love that they are able to give on a mass scale, but you have to realize that a lot of that money isn't always going directly to what you're giving it. So it's mostly operations. It's exactly. Yeah. You got to... They're paying the people working in the executive roles and positions. Oh, yeah, you can find it. It's, it's Google. Um, but with a small organization like mine, I don't see anything. Everything that comes to care more goes to the people that need it. Um, but when you have those bigger corporations, you have to pay out. And yeah, shout out to all the nonprofits, though. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she ended like a rapper, like, well, shout out to all <laughs> So, oh, yeah, some profits do you think? So, um, you, you've, um, you're, you're making your way in the uh, nonprofit space, but obviously, uh, a part of that is um, having relationship building skills. Oh, yeah. And you also have uh, yeah. another talent, which oh, yeah. is um, PR. Yep. Um, can you tell us a little bit about Before that? Before we even um, go in there real quick, bro, I just want to ask one thing, too, um, because you also captured it for your social media. Like, that's one of the reasons why I was like, oh, yeah, definitely yeah, inspired yeah, yeah, yeah. movement. Yeah. Was that a conscious decision? Did you a know that thousand percent. it probably would affect somebody like me? A million percent. Gotcha. Yeah, so as a publicist, which we'll get into, mm. I understand the power of being able to tell that story. Mm. So I'm able to work with an amazing partner. His name is Joe. 
and he's a photographer and he's just able to capture those emotions and capture what we really do out in the field shout out to Joe. so yeah shout out to joe <laughs> so that has been absolutely amazing and really my tribe is phenomenal like mm. everybody who supports me is absolutely amazing my mom my number one cheerleader she's Beautiful. like okay she's a she's a nurse she's like what do you need what can i get from the hospital what you need me to put out you need me to put a flyer somewhere you need me to Fire. do something nice. so my mom is just so lit on facebook i don't even touch facebook like that but she be tagging everybody <laughs> <laughs> she's like event next weekend come out tagging everybody and then even mm. just like all of my friends and family, they're just so lit and they understand that what I'm trying to do. So they use their, they tap their audience to push what I need to do. So yeah, social media, definitely a conscious decision there. If you're trying to do anything, put on social media. It doesn't even matter if two, three people like it, it's going to be there. My issue is a lot of people like my little selfies and my outfit pictures before they like the care more thing. That's fine because they're going to see the care more stuff eventually Absolutely. and they're going to have to click it eventually. Yeah. So, but don't be discouraged about the likes or the comments. Do what you have to do. Put it out there. Promote yourself because if you don't, no one else will. So, yeah. You Use go. all your tools and your resources. Use your tools. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. So tell us about that you're using your tools. Like how how's that, you know, been for you? What are some of the uh, transitional skills that you see in the nonprofit space? Uh-huh. Um, and also in your um, I guess for profit space, like are there mm-hmm. um, any similarities or differences in either of those spaces? Oh yeah. So business is business yeah. at, <laughs> at the end of the day. Um, it's just being able to cater to a different market, right? So as a publicist, um, my key thing is curating that story and putting it out to the masses, getting people to care about it. And it's, again, the same formula, but just a different audience. So you have social media, you want to figure out the visuals, you want to put it out there, get people interested. You have this amazing podcast that you're doing, so how can you get people like myself and others who are inspiring others to get more people to tune in, to get more loyal followers and stuff. And then it's all these free resources out there. Like the internet is lit. Like Mm -hmm. there's no reason why you shouldn't know how to do anything. Right. Mm -hmm. You could find absolutely anything on the internet. YouTube university. Oh, I like that. That's the thing. Damn, it's merch. Nope. I mean, no, you can't take it. You it's property of Jay Mark's podcast. That stopped me in my tracks. Yeah, that stopped me in my tracks. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, so YouTube University, Google University too. You know what I mean? You can find absolutely anything. There's GoDaddy. I have so many domains. It'll make it. I ain't going to tell that. y'all mm-hmm. the domain names I got. Um, but just in case, you never know what ideas will spring up. Absolutely. Even. Squarespace, Wick.com, you don't have to pay these graphic design. Shout out to the graphic designers, the web designers, though. Yeah, you know, shout yeah, out to them. Shout out to but too. Can, shout out to the ones that get it right the first time, <laughs> or the first or second or third time. <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't have the resources to pay them for it, mm-hmm. go do it yourself. There's all these different free sources there, and that's how I started before okay. I had anything. I was right on. Squarespace figured it out. My layout was a little crooked, but it was something that people could go to and look to see what yeah. I was doing. So it's all about being highly resourceful, using every resource that you got and just going for it. Okay. Yeah. So I have two questions to piggyback on that one. Okay. Um, in terms of resources, what are five free resources that somebody who's aspiring to Hell. be in uh, PR that they can download or you know visit the website and get on right now and have some 
marginal success. Mm -hmm. And then my second question is, what are like the three largest misconceptions about what it is you do in PR? Oh, <laughs> okay. So starting with the resources, Canva.com. Number one is Canva. the best. Canva, holla at me, give me a sponsorship. Give me, give me, the, give me the free premium account. <laughs> give me that. Um, Squarespace, a thousand percent. It's not free now, but again, I feel like you go out and you go into brunch, you buy in drinks, you could invest That's in yourself and you can you know how pay we a little brunch. lunch. Yes, we love some brunch. Go ahead and invest in yourself, get Squarespace. GoDaddy.com. Again, not free, but you can buy every domain name. I definitely think everyone needs to own their own name a thousand percent. I, I bought my mom, I bought two of my friends' domain names just to teach them a little lesson. <laughs> I just bought it was a little two dollars and they tried to look there, somebody got it. And I was like, oh, well, you're going to pay me for it. I got it. Uh, so I definitely, I definitely think that everybody needs to go That's to GoDaddy.com. The dollar rootless, yes. <laughs> just, just, right. Hey. Hey. <laughs> PR, 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 PR. Um, it's all about who you know in PR and being able to contact people and reach out and all that stuff. So I would say Scission. It's a PR database where you can find reporters and stuff like that. Scission? Scission. Scission.com. Mm -hmm. oh, nice. mm -hmm. uh, they're great. And then I would also say... Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just keep it at four. Mm -hmm. I don't have five. It's a strong four. Those are strong four, right? Four, four. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh-huh. Start four. Yeah, right here. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So let's keep it there. Cool. Um, and number one misconception about PR, oh my goodness, is that we are always taking pictures with celebrities. Mm. I hate that. Honestly, if you are a PR person, you're not. You're supposed to be behind the scenes. You're not supposed to be in any pictures with your client. Mm. Me working and growing up... Um, Working and growing up. Working with uh, Marvette Brito. I worked at the Brito agency. She's mm. a, one of the top PR maverins in the world. She worked with Mariah Carey, Foxy Brown. She like broke career, like broke records with their careers. If you were in a picture on a red carpet with a client, you're done. You're finished. <laughs> you're not supposed to be seen. Mm. Um, so nowadays, the yeah, how Online does that work publicists. I realized that it's like now the publicists are trying or becoming influencers. Or right, right. Or right. No. Stars too. Nah, I mean, you could be an influencer in your own right. You could be right. like a, but let your client get the get the shine. That's your bread and butter. It's I'm not sure. about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you you are in the back and you're creating the relationship. So that's that's the number one thing. And people are like, oh, you're a publicist, huh? And I'm like, I'm not an internet publicist. I'm a real publicist. Like, right. I'm not a dude. Things. I do some things. Shows. I know people. To like, and it's great because when I go into rooms and I'm just sitting there, people are like, oh, Mercedes. I'm like, okay, don't say my name. <laughs> I'm basic, good to see you too, type of thing. Yeah. Um, but that's the number one misconception about publicists. And at the end of the day, 
your relationships is all you have as a publicist. And I, I hate to see um, a lot of young people coming up just using social media as the crux to their Rolodex. It's mm -hmm. more than that. It's actually being able to text somebody, text a reporter and be like, hey, I have this, or granting them an exclusive on something, or giving them some inside access to something that they couldn't get anywhere else. And that's what really it's about, maintaining that relationship as a publicist, because right. you both have to eat off of each other. Like, sure. you you win when the reporter wins and your client wins. So, yeah, that's the, that's the number one thing. It, it grinds my gears. And sometimes I just want to, like, delete PR and publicist from my bio, but that's just who I am. So. I it's yeah, probably yeah. a DJ envy question, but explain, <laughs> explain, you know, explain exactly what a publicist a does. Um, yeah, so a publicist is a person who dibbles and dabbles in public relations. And public relations is being able to create a story um, and share it with the public. And the way you create that story and share it with the public is simply by, you know, sitting with your client, figuring out what story they're trying to tell, or if they have a news announcement and you're trying to get it out there, mm -hmm. getting the right words, the messaging, the content together, and then finding the right avenues and the outlets to share that story that is going to be able to have the most impact and what's going to be able to move the needle for your client's business. So, for example, shout out to LeVan Wright, that's my brother. Um, he's an artist, right? So if he's doing anything new, if he's dropping a new collection or has a really big art series that he's doing, the number one publication that I'm going to reach out to is ju Juxtapost because that's the number one art magazine outlet in the country. Duh. So it's being able to create the story, identify the medium that's going to be able to really tell the best story, mm. and then securing it and winning. So yeah, right. that's what a publicist does. So a publicist's goal is to like they have to go out and make those relationships with these uh -huh. artists. Exactly. Uh, and exactly. How, how does how does one do that? Like, you just got you have to have the sauce. I mean, mm. I can't really get you on that. You got to you got know what to do. And asking them uh, yeah. answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta have the sauce, baby. Cause I can't have the sauce. Yo, I feel like. But you're right though, because there's some publishers that can actually get you where you need to go. Right. You know, right. They can make that call. Like they have that relationship. Exactly. And then some is like, uh, you may or may not. It's like a hit or miss. It's a hit or miss. So it is a, like you gotta have the sauce type of thing. Yeah. Like you gotta be a certain type of person to be able to like, you know, develop those relationships. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And it, the number one thing is, is it can't be forced. It's not a forced business. It just has to be very organic, and people just have to feel it. You either with it or you're not. If you if you're not a fan of the story, I'm just gonna move on to somebody else that could potentially like it and do what it needs to do. So, um, so that's one aspect of a publicist. But then we are also like the babysitters, and we're always kind of around and in the back end, and we the therapist also because we kind of hear everything. So I won't name the client, but I was working with a client um, in the NBA, and he slipped up, and we had to figure out um, how we could actually spin the story they call a spin doctors also um because he had an entire wife and he got another girl pregnant so we held that we held that story we held that story for a good three months wow. yeah yeah while we were working out the marriage counseling and everything in the back end and talking to the baby mama in the back end wow. to to tell her that you know please be quiet we'll work with you we'll so it's almost crisis control as well. a crisis management oh to the to the, oof, wow. 
Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Brand, brand consultation, crisis management. So, every, every yeah, it's deeper the, than having somebody make an anonymous phone call like you better not tell nobody. Yeah, call. yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's all about having those relationships. Uh, it's all about having those relationships, honestly, because you can really save somebody's career when you mm-hmm. have those different type of relationships. Absolutely. So, yeah. Indeed. Wow. That's crazy. I wasn't against the NBA play, but we're not going to do that. Right. No, don't do that. <laughs> not today, not you know today. Oh, it seems like you're a natural, like, even in this space as well. Were there, like, uh-huh. mentors or somebody that guides you along, somebody that you learned the game from? Was it, like, the original, uh, you know, that you worked uh, with? I think it's a little bit of everybody, to be honest. Um, number one is Marvette Brito. Again, she's mm. amazing. Nice. Um, also, just in college, professors who really pushed me because I did go to school for PR also. Oh, I have right. a degree Duh. in public relations. Uh, my professors who just really challenged me and wanted me to be better. Public speaking, I hate when people say the words like and um, so I try to stay away from that. You can say the smartest thing, you can say like or um, it sounds dumb. Um, so yeah, and Oprah, I love Oprah. Oprah is just amazing. Everything that she has been able to do as a humanitarian, as a public figure, as a black woman, as she's just amazing. So I look to people like her just to continue going and not stop, so yeah. Does that, let's say even like Oprah levels and, and those levels, does that ever, like, I'm, I'm seeing you and I see you building your brand. It's mm-hmm. amazing to see and you're very talented across different spaces and whatnot. Now, those levels of like, I guess you could say success or just power or even, you know, um, um, the level that they're on, does that ever like scare you or startle you or is that, that, or is that your goal? Well, I'm mm-hmm. get that. Um, I look to them and I'm inspired by them. Yes, but I, I, w- I don't want to compare myself to anyone, to be completely honest. Wherever I go, wherever God puts me is where I need to be. And in order to get there, you can't have fear. The, the, the number one key and secret to success is to understand that you already embody everything that you need to get there. Mm-hmm. That's it. You just have to believe in yourself, trust in yourself, continue to better who you are. You have everything that you need right now in this moment to go and get it. That's that's it, and you have to have that confidence. And when I when I look at success, I kind of people are like, oh, have you been so successful? I'm like, eh, I don't know what that means yet. But I think I'm always gonna be, I'm always gonna strive for for more, no matter what level I get to. Um, I have so much to do. I have so many people to touch. So it doesn't it doesn't scare me. I'm ready for it. Keep going. Ain't gonna stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. You know. Thanks. <laughs> And um, you're on Driven Minds, and we, you know, like to ask our guests all of this question, all of our guests this question. Okay, um, okay. So I had a little uh, faux pas. Uh, what drives you? What gets you up in the morning to, you know, accomplish and mm-hmm. conquer? Mm-hmm. Ha, that's a great question. I will honestly say knowing my purpose mm. drives me. Mm. Uh, it took me a while to get there. There are mornings and where I question it, where I sit there crying, like, should I even continue doing this? Uh, there are days when we have outreach events and we usually have 50 people and hey, only 10 people show up. I'm like, damn, should I, could, should I keep going? But I understand that what I'm doing is so much bigger than me and I'm just a mere vessel 
in the overall bigger plan that needs to happen. So knowing my purpose and understanding the place and the position and the role that I play in the bigger picture is what keeps me going. So yeah, yeah. Fire. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Dope. Where can uh, we find you in the socials? Oh, you can find me. Everything is Mercedes C. Smith. So M E R C E D S C S M I T H um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Let's care more. Everything is let's care more. Yeah, how can people contribute to that and be a part of Of course. So you can go on our website, let's care more.com, let's care more.org, because you know I own all of them. Let's get more out there. Um, <laughs> you can go ahead and you can donate monetarily. Nothing is too small. You can donate 50 cents and we will take it. Um, you can also donate different hygiene products. We always ask for travel size items that we put in our care packages. And you can donate your time. You can just come out and volunteer, talk to the people. And you can even share on social media what we're doing. If you can't come out, if you can't donate, um, yeah, just spread the word. So. We appreciate and love everything that people can help with. Lit. Mercedes is amazing, y'all. Check her out. And uh, like we always say this time, stay driven. Stay driven, y'all. Hey, y'all. Franz here. Thanks for checking out Driven Minds Podcast. We really appreciate you listening. Glad you're getting some really great gems from our guest. Uh, We'd love to connect with you. Check us out on Instagram at Driven Society and on Twitter at Driven Society. Back on Instagram at Driven Minds Podcast. Interact with us. We'd love to hear from you um, and love to keep bringing you some of this dope content. As we always say, stay driven.